Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Monday, March 20th. Let's jump into today's top stories. St. Francis, New York, is eliminating its athletics program at the conclusion of the semester as part of an overall restructuring. St. Francis College will honor the scholarships of student-athletes who wish to stay. The SFC Board of Trustees also granted President Miguel Martinez signs request for personal leave and has appointed COO Tim Ciceri as acting president. Terriers AD Irma Garcia said, I am heartbroken that a decision has been made to eliminate the college's athletics program. The COVID-19 pandemic has left an indelible imprint on St. Francis College and, as a result, Terrier Athletics. Our athletic department has been an outlet of opportunity for student-athletes from every walk of life and from every corner of our globe, and I sincerely hope that will be the legacy of Terrier Athletics. Extra Points Matt Brown tweeted, I just texted another AD in their league about this. Was told that we just had our AD call with them last week and that they had no sense this was coming. Utah President Taylor Randall was asked whether he agrees with Arizona President Robert Robbins' prediction that the Pac-12 will ultimately sign a deal on equal footing with the Big 12 or better. Randall replies, I think we've got to get Bobby in those negotiating rooms. I love the optimism. I think we're all optimistic like Bobby is. We've got a lot of value in our conference. Regarding whether discussions have taken place between the Big 12 and the Four Corners schools, Randall says, let me just say that, again, we are in solidarity with our Pac-12 presidents and peers. That said, we certainly think the Big 12 has put together a great conference. They're a great set of schools as well, but right now we think staying in solidarity with our Pac-12 schools is the place to be. The New York Post's Andrew Marchand reports regarding its ongoing media negotiations that the Pac-12 could turn back to ESPN ABC, but the deal that was once on the table, the same $31 million per year per team that the Big 12 got, is no longer there. If the Pac-12 returns to ESPN, it will likely mean it is willing to take less money in exchange for exposure. At this point, a deal with ESPN is not close. Also, Apple is persnickety and takes forever on deals. There is no proof that college sports being exclusively on a streamer would work. And we don't know for sure exactly where Apple stands in negotiations with the Pac-12. If not Apple, then who? Mac Commissioner John Steinbrecher talks with the Toledo Blades' Michael Burwell about a number of topics, including how to make the conference a consistent two-bid league for March Madness, about which he says there is no one-size-fits-all model for scheduling. Steinbrecher noted, so what we want is our top teams, our top three, four, five-plus teams that know they're going to be battling for that conference title, we want them to build resumes, non-conference resumes, that give them a chance to get that at-large berth if they don't win the tournament. We have teams at the bottom of our league who are playing four, five, six, seven-plus quad one, quad two games. We need to reverse that, and we'll continue to hammer it. Providence AD Steve Napolillo talks about the departure of men's basketball head coach Ed Cooley, saying Georgetown did not reach out to Napolillo until yesterday morning while he was meeting with Cooley. He adds, I don't believe that anyone could say that this is something you'd want to see in the Big East Conference. I say that as the athletic director, I would say that to Lee Reed at Georgetown, and I just don't think it's a good look for the Big East Conference at all. If we were to go out and try to get another coach if Ed were to leave in the Big East, it's a bad look for everyone involved. Meanwhile, Napolillo has hired Michigan women's basketball assistant coach Aaron Bath as the Friars' new women's basketball boss. 
St. John's has tapped Iona men's basketball head coach Rick Pitino for the same role, per ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski and Pete Thamel, who report the former Providence, Kentucky and Louisville head coach has agreed to a six-year deal. Additionally, former Red Storm head coach Mike Anderson will file a lawsuit against the school after being terminated for cause, according to ESPN's Myron Medcalf, who notes Anderson would have been owed $11 million had he been let go without cause. According to the termination letter obtained by ESPN, Anderson was let go for failure to create and support an environment that strongly encourages student-athletes who are in the men's basketball program to meet all university academic requirements, failure to perform your duties and responsibilities in a manner that reflected positively on St. John's University, in actions that brought serious discredit to the school and failure to appropriately supervise and communicate with assistant coaches. Anderson denies the allegations and says the for cause accusation is wholly without merit and I will be aggressively defending my contractual rights through an arbitration process. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Monday, March 20th. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.